can smaller retailers match Amazon's same-day delivery service? Hi, everybody. I'm Bob Bowman, Editor-in-Chief of Supply Chain Brain, and this is the Supply Chain Brain Podcast. Amazon.com has set a high bar for service. Along with big retailers like Walmart and Target, it's been able to offer e-commerce shoppers rapid delivery of their orders, in many cases on the same day they were placed. Small and medium-sized retailers that prefer not to sell on those platforms, yet lack deep pockets, have had to scramble to catch up. But is it reasonable to expect them to match the service of those retailing behemoths? Can they afford it, or at least convince their customers to bear some of the cost? Today, we'll delve into the complexities of same-day service and how smaller companies can join in the race with the help of Brendan Hegan, CEO of fulfillment provider Boxzuka. We'll talk about what it takes to set up a same-day network, whether that's become table stakes for all retailers, and other ways in which smaller sellers can boost customer satisfaction while still making a profit. What is the end game in this mad dash for speed? And do you really need your order today? Here is my conversation with Brendan Hegan. Brendan Hegan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bob, for having me on. Brendan, what is the trend as you see it right now? in same-day delivery in terms of its popularity and who is offering it? I think Amazon has set an unreasonable expectation for the everybody else's out there that same-day delivery is possible for anybody and everybody. The trend is continuing with, with Amazon and major marketplaces like Walmart and Target and such, but for the small medium-sized retailers out there, I, I don't think it's really that much of a trend. So in terms of what online shippers really want, what happened first? Amazon offers the option and shippers say, hey, this is great. Or shippers say, we want same-day delivery and Amazon has to respond. It sounds like it's the first thing more than anything. I'm not sure where it all began. Amazon, I think, made it really prevalent and known globally at this point. But it very well could have started on a regional basis with pharmacies, for example, in, in small towns. I wouldn't even know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it certainly does. Of course, the big issue here is are shoppers willing to pay for the option of same-day delivery. It's not economically feasible to offer it for free all the time, is it? So is there an expectation that if you want something on the same day, you're going to have to pay some amount of money in order to get it that fast? Yeah, definitely. You do see it still in regionalized markets like in New York City or in Chicago and San Francisco. Uber has played a little bit in, in that game too and making pickups from different retailers and bringing them directly to the door in the same day for, for the consumer. It's really a function of the retailer's model as to what their infrastructure is and where their product is housed and if they're able to be able to fulfill that need on a local scale, regional scale, or, or national scale. Well, you say to some extent it's not realistic. I wonder, can merchants and fulfillment providers do this? Can they provide same-day service if they're not Amazon or, for that matter, if they're not Target or Walmart? It can happen. It's, it's really a function of the retailer's model and how many products they're offering. 
So, for example, there's fulfillment providers out there and, and all around the country. And if I'm a retailer that has a very small SKU base, meaning I'm selling one or two products or no more than 10 or 20, then I could spread out my inventory amongst a, a multitude of fulfillment providers and, and essentially create my own same-day network. But if I'm a retailer that has 3,500 SKUs or 5,000 SKUs, it's entirely prohibitive in being able to do that because you, you can't spread that much inventory all around the country and, and, and offer same-day service. So you see that with some of those retailers. If they happen to be fulfilling from a 3PL that in New Jersey, for example, then maybe they can offer same-day into just New York City. Or if they happen to be in Chicago, then they, they, they'll offer same-day service in the market, whatever's closest to their 3PL. Well, if you're a big retailer with physical stores, if you're Target or Walmart, theoretically, you could fulfill same day within your immediate area by fulfilling from store stock. But it sounds like that's not really the case these days. It sounds like most of the stuff is going to have to come from a warehouse or distribution center, not from the shelves of a brick and mortar store. Is that right? Well, I think that is changing. I alluded to it earlier in the conversation that Amazon is starting to compete with Target and Walmart more on that. I've heard about it with Best Buy even as well as another example of a retailer that, that has a nationwide coverage of, of retail stores. I've heard them. The model is actually going to start changing from the Best Buy that has a very large showroom where you can go in and walk all around the store and play with everything and, and their stock is, is right underneath the product and you pull it out and put it in your shopping cart and go up to the register to more of a, of a smaller showroom where there's no stock underneath and you can still play with a product, but it's a much smaller showroom. And behind it, there's a warehouse where they're going to do fulfillment and service in that localized area. Any retailer that has that infrastructure and that number of stores, for sure, has that capability. But there's a plethora of brands on the internet that are using just 3PLs that might have one store wherever they started their business, but they're the bulk of their on, online revenue is, is shipping out of one location. They have 3,000, 5,000 SKUs. And it's, it's a model that they could never do unless they were to go brick and mortar as their, as their strategy and spread stores all around the country. And then they could follow the, the likes of Best Buy and Amazon and Walmart and, yeah. and Target and so on. Or, uh, but that's pretty yeah. hard for, for the average retailer. Or rely on fulfillment by Amazon, in which case you're kind of at the mercy of Am Amazon's operation its network as well. But there you go. It's an option that if you want to do that, I suppose that would enable it for the smaller merchandiser, right? Yes and no. You said it's the mercy of Amazon network, but I think it's more at the mercy of Amazon's cost. It's mm. not cheap to work with Amazon from a retailer perspective, and I don't think it works for a lot of the, the luxury brands and, and the folks that are really brand conscious. They want to sell on their platform. They don't want to sell on Amazon. Tell me more, Brendan, about how DC networks, distribution center networks, have evolved in recent years to accommodate fast turnaround and, in many cases, same day so we can get a sense of how one might go about putting together an operation that actually ensures fast turnaround. What changes have you seen and what must that network look like now, irrespective or not including Amazon in the picture? I don't know what the number is of Amazon, how many facilities they have around the country. The last time I heard a number, it was upwards of 30 plus or, or something. It's probably even likely more these days. I don't think it's feasible for anybody to enter into. There's no 3PL that I can think of that has that many locations, like a single 3PL I think the network for the retailer is to probably work with several 3PLs and find 3PLs in the geographies where they want to offer the same-day service. And they might have to sign multiple contracts with multiple 3PLs and, and build their own network in, in that sense. So what could smaller merchandisers do to placate customer expectations? Let's say that it is not realistic to offer same-day delivery on a consistent basis. 
what other kinds of things might they offer customers in order to satisfy the customer without the need for this very expensive option? The first thing is, is to offer a unique product that their customers are willing to wait for. When you think about the different products that you can get delivered same day, it's more on, on the realm of commodities like prescriptions or dog food or toilet paper and things like that. So if you're a brand that's selling a really nice cashmere sweater that you can't find anywhere else that has a design and a quality that's not something that you can get off of Amazon or Walmart and, and has a label, has a brand, that's the first thing, first thing and foremost. And then a lot of things that they might do is offer a more of an elevated experience, more of a, an unboxing experience so that when their shoppers are, are buying from them, it's almost like they're opening up a gift a gift to themselves, and any kind of promotions where they might offer free shipping at a certain dollar amount, free overnight shipping in order to get it there a little faster, because as long as the consumer is willing to, to spend that much, that offsets that cost. At the end of the day, the Amazon uh, same day and, and free shipping, that doesn't come without a cost. People pay $149 a year, whatever it is these days, for Prime, and you multiply it by the number of, of users, that's like $15 billion a year to run that network. Well, you know, we hear that as attractive as the same-day option might appear to shoppers, a lot of us online shoppers don't really need it. I mean, what we prefer maybe is visibility to knowing when our order is going to arrive, where it is in the, exactly on its journey. That kind of information kind of supplants the need to have it on the same day. If we can have it in a day or two later, just knowing where it is, do you think that's also the case that maybe customers, that that's enough to make many customers happy? Absolutely, that helps. At the end of the day, it's all about buying a product that's so unique or so special and you can't find it anywhere else that resets the expectation that you're going to have to wait for it and it's okay versus a commodity that you need to get it right now. There's also this feeling that perhaps same-day delivery actually works against efforts to reduce carbon footprint. Is that in fact the case? And if so, how does that affect the environment in a negative way? Absolutely. It's just by nature of the deconsolidation that occurs with this model by virtue of the deconsolidation. What I mean by that is if you're shipping something through a major carrier network, it's, it's going to have a hub and spoke model and planes are flying at full capacity and trucks are, are going at full capacity. When you talk about same day and regional and or localized distribution, there's no hub and spoke anymore. Mm. And so there's a lot more miles covered in, from point A to point B. You have multiple points of A and number of points of B, where in a centralized distribution, you, you only have one point, point A. And even at the final mile stage, it might be more difficult to coordinate and consolidate shipments within, say, a given neighborhood. You're going to end up sending out more trucks that aren't going to be as full because you have to meet that demand for that same-day service. That, that also could be a very negative type of thing environmentally. Yeah, probably. For sure in the suburbs and such, and there might be an argument in, in major cities and metropolitan areas that there can be bike messengers and people couriers taking the subways or whatever to deliver packages. And So inversely, there could be some benefit to it, but I think on the grand scheme of things, that there has to be some inefficiency there. Well, again, to this issue that same day is perhaps not the be-all and the end-all of customer expectations, even Amazon offers the option if you're ordering multiple items to consolidate them and maybe get them a couple of days late, all in one box, an environmental positive there. Is that an attractive option to customers, you think, and maybe a way to get around some of the uh, negative impacts on the environment of the same day? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, in, in many cases, it's even more convenient because now you're, in essence, scheduling your delivery. You're telling Amazon when you're going to want to receive it, whether it be a day or two later. And that's just as convenient, if not more, than same day. Same day means that you didn't plan anything. You need it now, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think of the future of same day, Brendan? Do you think 
we're going to get even more to the point where customers just expect it as a matter of course, as the normal way of doing business, or will they continue to treat it as a special option depending on the product and their need of the moment? Same thing is never going to go away for certain commodities and groceries and the certain everyday conveniences. I think that that same day is going to become the the norm in in so many ways. But when it comes to retail and elevated brands and fashion and things like that that are very brand specific and and such, it's not going to be a model that uh, that anyone's going to try to perfect. You don't think we're going to even stretch to the point where customers will start demanding appointment delivery, not just same day, but I want it at noon, something like that. I mean, that's really stretching capabilities. Is that also a possibility that could get even tougher? I think they do that already today with with groceries. I think you can you can schedule yeah. your delivery for certain things in a window of time period, and and yeah, I think that's going to get more advanced and more precise and more intricate. But when you talk about e-commerce and the e-commerce shopping and retail in general, there's just so many brands out there that are selling their own brand, they're brand conscious, they're brand specific. They sell on their website on their platform. And they're selling a multitude of products that makes it prohibitive for them to be able to spread out their inventory all around the country and ever enter into a same-day model. Unless they maybe, for example, fulfill out of New Jersey or, or someplace really close to New York and they want to offer it in just New York City. But their customers elsewhere in the country don't have that option. And the same goes for any other major city market. I wonder also about automation and technology, how that can make the smaller merchandiser more efficient, more competitive with Amazon, which, of course, has the advantages of scale that the smaller folks don't have. Could that help them to combat the Amazon effect and keep customers happy as well? The technology is not in the hands of the retailer per se, but if they're working with a 3PL that has automation or software technology that allows the orders to be taken and received, picked, packed, and shipped in the same day and the availability for next day, that's always a, a good option. And any smart retailer would be working with a 3PL that has that type of basic efficiency and automation. I wonder if it all just comes down to speaking as an online shopper, as most of us are, whether we're just too spoiled by the services that have been offered to us today and merchandisers are just having to deal with the consequences of that. Are we going to have to learn our lesson at some point about maybe this just isn't possible all the time? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head, Bob. And I mentioned that earlier in the conversation that Amazon set an expectation that really truly is unreasonable for the majority of e-commerce retailers in that bucket that it's luxury or not even luxury, but it's a high-end fashion or, or unique fashion, just a unique products or any retailer that offers a multitude of products in their portfolio. It's an unreasonable expectation unless they're going to fulfill by Amazon and then pay those fees and, and lose those margins. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Brendan Hegan of Boxuka, I want to thank you so much for that very realistic vision and insight into the whole world of same day and fast turnaround of e-tailing and online orders these days. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. That was my conversation with Brendan Hegan of Boxuka, talking about the challenge of providing same day delivery. We're online at www.supplychainbrain.com, where we post a new episode of this podcast for streaming or downloading every Friday. You can also read our Think Tank blog, watch thousands of videos, and access all of our other content, including the digital edition of our magazine. Look for us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Follow us on Twitter or X, at SCBrain, and also watch videos on our YouTube channel. You can also download or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Got any comments or suggestions on this or any episode? Email me at rbowman at supplychainbrain.com. Stay well and see you next time.